last time on Dice Funk. Can can you have conversations with the circulatory system that just jumped inside of you? That feels important. Is 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 it aware it's in there? Um, I don't know. Let me check. I feel like I have like a lot of people in here. One second. Juniper can talk to plants again. Hooray! Uh, this this fragment of the Idrisil is tucked inside one of her gardening gloves. Um, it is just gonna be right in there on the palm inside the glove, I think, is... is. However, these two NPCs are mutually exclusive. They will not work together. How come? Uh, because Red is like, yeah, I'm trying to get the bag. And Fortunato is like, I'm the first person born in the new world and it's my birthright to protect it and not exploit it. They're, they are diametrically opposed, ideologically. <laughs> I want to keep keep the planet safe, friend. <laughs> it, uh, I I've been thinking uh, for the last five minutes about uh, creating things and people who create things and why they do that. And I now have a lot of questions that I uh, want to research. I can do research. Hell yeah, team research. Team research. Research. We're gonna learn so many things. Okay. Wait. So sorry. It's uh, the south is the mine, north is the uh, uh, farm. Correct. Okay. But I do have an interest in making friends. Mm. Juniper is on board with the go go make friends plan at the farm, mainly because Juniper is a little bit jealous of. Oh, if I'd realized what this was, that that the forest was was my one. I've missed my one. I want I want those things now. Give me an animal. And do you see something move, on a scale which hurts? To contemplate, um, I I know it doesn't look like it's moving now, but trust me, when a a whole mountain decides to come and hassle us, you'll be glad to know that things like that that are that big are moving. Uh, I, I think Vimble is just going to very stealthily and quietly go, like go over there. I feel like I feel like him being quiet is not going to be a problem. At the edge of the property, you see a uh, sign which says Duma, D-U-M-A-H. That's all it says. Yeah, that's uh, a... <laughs> I, was, I was getting that vibe. I'm so excited. We, we've stumbled upon the, the don't-make-any-sounds cult. I dig it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, could, I could go for being part of a cult where no one says anything anymore. <laughs> Silence. Silent podcast. Chill. <laughs> I saw a spark. Against the dark, and we erupt, but it's a slow burn. We take our chance and start to dance. Can see enough to know to turn around. The sound of a bonfire carries over fences, titillates our senses, but we don't need the heat. A chill wind is pushing you into me, and it's looking like we might be burning, might be burning, might be burning down. I, I'm the one person on this show who knows I will never get COVID because I agree to let medical science give me way too many vaccinations. COVID doesn't know what to do with me anymore. They gave you double autism so that you'll never catch coronavirus, and that's a superpower. Oh yeah, no, I, you know, I. Does I, it cancel out? I, I can count atoms now. It's great. <laughs> that's awesome. That rules. You get that's double, so good. You get double autism, and you don't catch the virus. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a sweet deal. <laughs> that's like a double multiplier. 
And her, her cell reception is great wherever she goes. Oh, yeah, no, I, I got that 7G going. <laughs> um, yeah, what exactly was the problem with having 5G chips? Wouldn't we have just had internet faster? Yeah. That, that's kind of unironically the plot of the last Predator movie, if you've seen that, where there's someone who's so autistic, predators have to steal him from humans. Wow. Do you, do you, has wow. anybody else seen this no. film? Yeah. Predators uh, are like, you don't appreciate this person. You're coming with well, us. Well, no, they're like... They're like, it's the, the humanities reach its most perfect form. This level of autism, you, you can control the trains with your mind. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a terrible movie. Look, look, it's no accident that I came home from, like, vaccine dose, like, four or five, and booted up train simulator with my train controller. I'm like, yeah, here we go. We're gonna, we're gonna do all the train speed runs. Gotta get all the autism out. Yeah. Just three red dots appearing on your screen. <laughs> How many more levels of autism do you think they could give you? Uh, well, I mean, I've, I've yet to reach the phase where, like, I astral project and I realize that I created the universe. Like, I loop back uh, around. I've not reached that point yet, but, you know. Okay. Yeah, the, yeah, that's good. The super speed's been pretty fun. Huh. No, yeah. that is a bonus, yeah. yeah. Mm. No, so I, so we're, I feel it's deeply unfair. We're on the way out. Everyone's going to catch the lesser version and get immunity now. That's what the that's what the CDC and the WHO are saying. And I fucking caught it. And I was knocked the fuck out and I couldn't record last week. And this week, I'm going to be coughing. But it's only going to be Austin's problem. Because I'll mute my mic whenever I have to cough. No, you're good. I'll edit it out in post. Just let it rip. <laughs> you know what you did do, even with COVID in your body? Get you laid? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you right. did. From across an ocean. <laughs> sick in bed. That's how Still powerful I am. Yeah. Nobody yeah. mess with me. I have incredible power. Yeah. So story time. I'm on a date. This guy's hot. Six foot two. I almost got angry, but <laughs> very much a feminist and took me to the Museum of Ar Modern Art to some social justice thing. Barely getting by in terms of being alive. Um, and then he's just talking and says, yeah, I watched Sophie from Mars. I'm like, I know Sophie from Mars. And then I immediately get on Discord and I'm like, mm -hmm. Sophie, tell me something cool. The, well, so the exact, that... let me just check this. Hey, I'm on a date and this guy knows who you are. He has subscribed to you. And I said, weird. <laughs> and you said, tell me something to impress him. And I said, about me, I have a double jointed thumb. And now we've achieved equality because now everyone else knows I have a double jointed thumb as well. That guy's no longer special in knowing that. Well, he doesn't deserve to be special. <laughs> <laughs> Is this nagging? Are you using the podcast to nag right now? Yeah, he's not even here. <laughs> <laughs> he's only a six foot two manlet. We don't respect him. Here. Yeah, no. But anyway, I thought I like Sophie and Sophie has cool opinions. So if somebody likes Sophie, therefore I will like Sophie. Mm -hmm. And usually communists are like hella good at sex. So I don't know. Many of them. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's, I feel like the logic is like a lot of communists have a lot of time and also sex is free. So it's like. Yeah. It's, it's not all communists, but it's definitely all my fans. <laughs> Everyone who's a fan <laughs> yeah, of my yeah. channel is really good at sex. Well, but that's the same thing. Cause anyone who's a fan of Sophie's channel is also, you have to be a fan of Sophie's channel yeah. to be a real communist too. I, That's I think, true. I think if you recognize that, like, it's important that you take the positive good things that you have and share them with others so that you're not the only one who has a good time and has a positive experience, that's, that's a good setup. Mm. Mm. Mm -hmm. But there are, I mean, there, there are definitely people who, who will hit you with the, like, uh, the, the people who are, like, just fully 
economics pill communists who I suspect have stink dick. Who are just like, <laughs> socialism isn't a moral position, it's just a more efficient form, a more efficient economic mode. And I'm like, you, my guy, definitely do not know how to fuck. No, that's what he says when he's around girls he wants to fuck. <laughs> he doesn't actually believe that. That's like something people say where it's like, I don't, like, I don't actually. That guy, that. that guy gets negative pussy, but at the same time he thinks that's good because he's like a big fan of MMT. Ah. No, he doesn't have. He doesn't get laid a lot because he respects women so much. That's what he says. Right, 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 right. Wow, amazing. He thinks having sex with women is demeaning, and it's not because they don't have sex with him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Austin, I don't remember what's going on in D and D because there was a weekend where we didn't play D and D. What What's going on in the story? <laughs> so last we left this adventure, uh, the party had made their way to the farming settlement north of the original uh, settlement where you started this campaign. You're on your way to the east to catch up with Red and the first research team because uh, you're now kind of on a, a race uh, to collect uh, the the dead gods uh, relics and uh, try to get to the end of the world where... And we, we found a cult commune called Silence. Yeah, so literally the last thing that happened was our good friend Vimble, you recognized what was going on because there's all these people in these kind of robes that were giving you cultish vibes, and you saw a sign that said Duma, which is silence, and you were like, oh, oh, this is a cult, oh lord, oh gosh. So I don't know how you respond to that and report that to the other party members, but I want to say there are a bunch of farming animals around, so... Everyone, think of an animal you would like <gasps> to befriend because you're going to get a chance to roll animal handling. I guess everybody except for Zana, who already has one. But Well, I am mm. greedy, so give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, uh, there, there are some animals milling around here that you might be able to befriend, and it's a good time to invent <gasps> a pal if you have one in mind. Okay, so picture a square, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's... <laughs> my guy is just a square. <laughs> it's um, just a square. And he's just hovering. He's not even sl- a cube. It's just it's two dimensional. I think, <laughs> I think, yeah, I think whatever side you're looking at him from, he's a square. And that's very baffling. Um, he's like a Missingo. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. He's a glitch he, in the system. He is a glitch. Oh, yeah. And he just hovers uh, slightly off the ground um, and, and just hovers along because he's the ecological niche of sheep so he is grazing but he's just this like he's just this like unholy glitch in the reality so he's just like a just a blank square that's just like sucking up the grass as he hovers over it i think i know what austin wants to chime in with yeah we uh, this is a creature that already exists in dice funk it's called a witch light it is a uh, missing no that floats around and uh what? pulls things apart yeah yeah what yeah <laughs> that's fun can I have one that's not a horrifying um, monster <laughs> you can make it up I'm telling you right now that the way that this mechanic works is everybody only gets one oh uh, right okay w- one creature for them but you can make something else if you'd like um, I, I've, got, I've got an idea for like one that's sort of like um, um, like uh, it, it, like you know how like um uh like it's like pugs that are just sort of like bred that like they like can't breathe properly, 
Uh, so like I'm, I'm I'm picturing like so, like sort of sort of like that type of vibe of just like very like flabby and like not like every breath is a wheeze and it's sort of just like uh <laughs> like sort of like a beanbag chair that's just like made of like uh like wet skin and then it's just like um j- j- it's just like um just a guy's face is uh is is what I'm sort, oh, of, no. sort of what I'm picturing <laughs> as like the main like farming uh like beasts of, of like burden on this farm you know they just sort of like uh. like roll like sort of like uh, uh, like like just sort of like scoop themselves over and then like in their teeth like pull. like they're not effective here like i th- i feel like the cruelty is the point <laughs> have you ever read the book man after man <laughs> no where men are bred like humanity breeds itself into different species and into like food creations and stuff oh wow and there's like one creature that is kind of like that but not the same yours is pretty unique but i was like, gonna say this sounds like mr N- mr saturn just google man after man and go to images and you'll be like yeah mari would read that <laughs> um, no, I, I already said that from the description i was like this sounds like your kind of shit exactly <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Oh my! You're looking at it, aren't you? I am looking Gaze at it. Gaze upon is, it. Yeah, this is this is the vibe. <laughs> well, okay, going on the same kind of vibe. Uh, you've inspired me with Man After Man, Ari. Um, Vonnegut <laughs> wrote a book called Cut Vonnegut wrote a book called Galapagos, in which human beings are wiped out except for a tiny pocket of human beings who are stuck on one of the Galapagos Islands, and they're tropical little paradise um those that pocket of human beings the only surviving human beings eventually evolve into small penguin-like animals <laughs> uh but with no beak uh so they're like they're like furry and like their their hands slowly evolve into flippers and i think i will i want to try and befriend something that is somewhere along that evolutionary chain between a person and a penguin Are, are you are you are you ready for something that's just like a little cute and not horrifying? Because I I got. Can it just be a bubble that communicates through the shimmers <laughs> that light that reflects off of its surface? That's, that's, that's a very. <laughs> and then if the bubble touches you, it burns your body because oh, no. it's made of no. acid. I've got a cute friend. It fills the ecological niche of a sloth. So. Uh, you got the long, the long limbs and the sort of slow movement, but um, I'm, I'm thinking, what if, what if a sloth had little wings? Now those wings not actually useful. It cannot flap them fast enough to actually get anywhere with them. They're vestigial. They're just there because at some point maybe they were useful. This thing now just has them, uh, and I uh, know it's got, a li- it's got a little horn. There you go. It's a, this is a little. It's a little sloth esque horned thing with vestigial wings. There you go. Wait, what's it? What's it like? What's its job on the farm? Uh, weighing stuff down. Oh, you gotta, you oh I like you that a, ca- a lot. That's so. That's so sweet. Yeah. Do you need something to be like a counter, a counterweight, or a counterbalance while you're like trying to hoist something up to the top of a barn to build something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah you, you stick. If one I of haven't these, recommended uh, these... this before, we all need to be watching Heaven's Design Team. Simply one of the best animes ever made, where God is too lazy to finish making the animals, and so outsources it to a commercial design team, and. 
these are the vibes that are being recreated right now. <laughs> I love how Laura is like approaching the basket, trying to put a cute animal through the hoop, and fucking Mari is Wilt Chamberlain over here, just absolutely fucking rejecting them <laughs> so hard. Wait, no. What about uh, the bubble that talks to that communicates to the shimmers on the reflection of its surface, and it eats grass by rolling around in it and burning it with its acid look, body? As until you got to that, I absolutely loved the idea, and I was very happy to have a little shimmery bubble friend. And now I'm gonna befriend the. You know what? Instead. Okay, I take the acid back. The acid can be activated <laughs> when it's threatened, but other than that, it's like a sheep, and out of the bubble comes. Food pellets. <laughs> <laughs> they're not very good, but they're nutritionally dense. But you have to realize that you technically are eating a bubble's poop. But it is a bubble. All right. For the audience's uh, elucidation, we're 40 minutes into this recording. <laughs> so I'm going to say, let's get our first roll. Uh, you, Laura, you've com- you've completed your animal. Give me animal handling. Okay. Um, oh, I got, I got a bonus in that. Cool. Oof. Uh, that is a botch. <laughs> <laughs> I love podcasting. You've made an yes. enemy for life. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, this is so good. Oh, my Austin, God. Austin, okay. Austin. They how, fucking hate you. Austin, how did I make this my cute abomination hate me? <sighs> They're going to stalk you to the ends of the earth. <laughs> well, You'll never know a moment's least, peace. At least Laura. it's going to do it slowly. Laura, you slow. just became its natural prey. Look, you know that? <laughs> I've, 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 they get to you. I've just stumbled into that thing of would you accept a million dollars but there's a snail following you forever that you die if it catches you. I'm now yeah. in this scenario. <laughs> but you didn't Absolutely. get a million dollars. <laughs> all right. So before we go any further, uh, uh, can you type in the name and a short description of it? I want to get all these in the chat here so I can remember it. So just... Uh, Get that going. I I need a creature from Sophie and Sam before we move on. Okay, so to recap, um, this is an animal halfway, well, three quarters to 80% evolved between a human being and a penguin. So it it hasn't grown a beak. It'll never grow a beak. But its hands have evolved into useless, flightless wings, flippers, really. Um, Its feet have grown webbed. It has, its whole body is covered with a fine fur and when it talks it sounds like ah ah, ah like that <laughs> that's really uh, upsetting. It's just like halfway person halfway penguin and... it kind of reminds me of the movie tusk yes oh that movie. but also yes it is on the farm because it's the niche of a pig so we're gonna and eat them. so the thing is it is delicious these things are delicious, <laughs> and uh, they also, it's not that they like to to roll in mud and live in mud, but they are incredibly top-heavy because of their human-ish heads trying to fit onto their shrinking penguin-like bodies. They often fall over and will just lie there for a long time, which is why their fur is greenish with 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 moss and fungus that starts growing in their fur because they just lie down for such a long time with no I have a question. real way to write themselves. Yes. So, 
um, they have human-like heads, and they're halfway between. Do you think on the inside they still have the intelligence that we have and the emotional ability without the ability to express themselves, and the reason they lay down is because they're going insane? They specifically <laughs> still have the sadness of a human oh, being. Okay. But... Because that flavors the meat. Uh, Much yeah, like pigs. Exactly. And then not... But they they don't have the fear of a human being, I'll tell you that. They have about a half as much uh, anger and rage as a human being can muster. Um, We're creating bloodborne enemies at this point. But they're only able to hope as much as a penguin is. What about happiness? Why, please make it so that they feel joy. Oh, give them the 30-minute orgasms like pigs. They don't... So, okay, three things. They don't have... <laughs> happiness as we conceive it they evolved that feeling out but they did evolve the feeling in of when you catch a fish and that feeling mm. is close for a penguin um mm -hmm. and they definitely have the 30 minute orgasm okay well yeah. if they get the 30 minute orgasm that's yeah. not so sad and that's the animal and now i will now i will roll I rolled it. I botched. <laughs> <laughs> no way. You both botched? Yeah. <laughs> I made an enemy. <laughs> oh my god. I, I mean, I'm I'm more concerned about being chased by your thing. By the most demented creature. Sounds like it being hunted. Uh, let oh, me be no. clear. My thing cannot chase very well at all. It's, very, it's truly... Uh, it falls very quickly and stays down for a long time. <laughs> Sam, right. please tell us about your animal and then roll. Please also botch so you can be the most hated people in the on the fucking so, plane. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, my, 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 mine's kind of similar to Sophie. It's it's a um I so mine's sort of the beast of burden on the farm, and it's just like um like it's just like a um uh like middle aged man's head, like just sort of like balding. <laughs> um, as a rule, like none of them are above a five. Like like there are ones that like aren't like gross, but like none of them are hot. Um. And so, uh, but then, like, just imagine it's, like, like someone's, like, just, like, their their body is just trapped inside of, like, a, a bag. Like, the, but the bag is just, like, their skin. And it's always kind of wet. So they can't, like, they're always, like, struggling to, like, move. And it's kind of that pug thing where, like, like breathing is, like, very difficult for them. They're so just, like, all, every breath is, like, a wheeze. Um, but God, it's not cute like a pug. Guys, like <laughs> and then they just, like, pick stuff up with their mouths and move it around. Um, and they're called Ron. You know, just let, I want to point out the creatures I create are happy. <laughs> just saying. Yeah, no, I, I you know, you'll, you'll, uh... You'll... Your creature is amazing, and I'm only glad I didn't go for it because I don't want to be hunted by something that adorable. <laughs> um, I like how people are going for the naming convention of just human names, like Brian. Yeah, and Ron. yeah. <laughs> it's a like it's a type of like 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 when you're like picturing like like the face of this like picture like like the type of guy who's like uh like takes a shower with like like uh like resting his like hand against like the wall like just like like letting the shower just like go over his head just being like oh 10 more years of this shit you know that that that's the vibe you know all right and they're pulling the carts in the plows yeah 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 all right <laughs> roll animal yeah. handling uh, all right animal handling i got a zero in this let's go baby <laughs> not zero oh no i got two two sorry <laughs> All right, if everyone failed and is now being hunted by these animals, <laughs> can I have my bubble and I promise not to make it an acid monster? I mean, 
Is Vimble getting hunted? A two seems, you know, just high enough to just be disliked. No, we have a botch, a botch, and a two. This is such unmitigated failure. Uh, it's basically, a, uh, last episode, you tried to talk to this person, and then they shushed you. And then you see them kind of, uh, that person walks away and goes back to report. And while you're all walking around looking at these animals, you notice uh, some more cultists come out, and they have weapons, and they're just, they're, um, they're surrounding I, I thought, you. I thought Vimble did sneak up, and that, that's not, like, he, like, he doesn't, Vimble's sneaking in here. That's the one thing Vimble is good for. He's the animals hate him, but I don't. I, don't uh, I think at the very least the cultists don't know where I am. Well, okay. Let's say I think you did roll stealth at the end of the last episode, so let's say that you weren't immediately, uh, you know, surrounded. But they're coming for you. I think what it is we haven't really factored in you losing the home gang yet, uh, Dio. Ooh. ooh. And I think that's where the Chekhov's gun goes off, is that when you, you know, enough people see you and someone, you know, hears from someone else about the, the statue thing that happened and the dead person, and eventually enough people put two and two together, that this community is going to try to take you all into custody. Oh, no. Does my botch have a kind of real-world roleplay enactment, or this is just like, we just did so poorly that you're just making a bad time for us. You did so poorly. I mean, botch, botch it too. If, if I wanted the meteors to start falling down on you right now, <laughs> I, I could. I would be just okay, a pending consequence and botch, botch too was a good time to do something. But I need to say that like I rolled animal handling on a pengman. And so I have to, I see one of them. There's one in a pen as I walk past. I think they hate you so much that they they raise an alarm. They, what was the noise you said they make? Like, can I uh, 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 for like the reason that like Rawns hate me is because um, uh, I see them and like um, the sullen expressions on their faces remind me of like my servants back home, <laughs> and I like I'm like oh I, I, I sort of like remark on this, and uh, they are so offended and like hurt that like um because you know they don't believe that they deserve to be like thought of as like similar to like people and so they're like hurt by that and that's why they're like angry at me is there, i just saw the the new batman movie and there's a scene where batman visits someone in the hospital and when they wake up out of their like terrible injury he immediately like the first thing he says to them is like you piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> He's so amazing. I, I feel like my sleagles hate me because I got very excited and sprinted very fast towards them to make friends. Uh, and for a being this slow, it's like, oh, oh no, this is an affront to nature. Ha that fast? For fuck off. Um, yeah. So the botch for uh, for Laura, you're you're going to be hunted by this thing to the ends of the earth. The botch for <laughs> the the poor Pengman. We've we've called these things Ron. The Sleagal and Pengman. <laughs> the Pengmans just make such a racket that you can't hide as people come out to uh, to arrest you. Right. I'm like, uh, I'm like, shall we be friends? And then the and then the Pengman is like, ma, ah, ah. But like a hundred of them all going at once. Ah, ah. <laughs> Something about you just deeply made them even more sad, and that makes them crave revenge. <laughs> Can 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 it can it be that like the the Rons then like the reason that like they like all the like uh, 
cultists find me is because the Rons, like, just pick me up by the scruff of my collar and drop me, out, like, out of my, like, uh, hiding spot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's what happens. Uh, people with pitchforks and other farming tools that can be used as weapons start corralling the group to try to take you into custody. Um, Vimble, you roll stealth to try to slip away. Um, also, Fortunato... Uh, can become liquid and seep into the ground the way that she did in the uh, the dirt room in the the tomb that you were in. So that's what that's what they do. They kind of like slurp down into the ground, leaving their hat lying in the field, uh, and they are gone. Uh, you do not know where, but that that's they they disappear while the rest of you are taken into custody. Vimble, stealth, please. Uh, twenty five. Uh, 25, obviously incredible. So you can slip away while the rest of the, your team uh, is taken at, like, spear point uh, from their position. Like, you know, a dozen people with, like, uh, you know, sharp uh, uh, pitchforks and blades and so forth, uh, like, circle around the group. Vimble, you can slip away uh, while the rest of you are captured. Well, how does that look, Vimble? Do you just, like, hide in the crowd of Rons? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, go I'm going to, like, sort of, like... Um... Uh, do like a, a sort of like flourishy like uh like spin with my cape and then just like um uh like slip under like a bunch of like the rons and like like because they're just sort of like a writhing pit of rons right <laughs> and so like <laughs> they, like um uh you know uh the, the cultists all are sort of like nothing could come out of no one can get out of there without like realizing that like um um, like the, uh, uh, like how, how, uh, little, uh, how, how little, like, disgusting stuff phases, uh, Vimble, as well as, like, you know, like his, like, acrobatics and stuff. But, like, mostly just that, like, you know, n no smell is bad enough to upset Vimble. <laughs> oh, I have a plan to get my, myself maybe out of this situation. Um, is there an animal on this farm that I can... Uh, do Wild Shape to become. So, why don't you read Wild Shape to the audience? You can use your action to magically assume the shape of a beast that you have seen before. You can use this feature twice and you regain it when you finish a short or long rest. Okay, so Wild Shape, if you're a certain kind of druid, you can do it as a bonus action. Yours takes a full action, which is about six seconds. And unlike you know, Sailor Moon or Power Rangers, where your transformation like freezes the villains, if they see you start transforming, they're going to stick 12 pitchforks inside your body. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I can't just, as they're approaching, like, ah ha ha, now I am, I am a Sleagle. Uh, <laughs> in with the Sleagles. <laughs> Well, all the other Sleagles hate you, so I wouldn't go in with the Sleagles. Look, yeah, but they won't know which one's <laughs> yeah. me, will they? Ah, uh, that's a vibes thing, right? Okay, <laughs> they fine, know I'll soul. go in with the Rons. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a Sleagle that all the other Sleagles are attacking because they saw you transform into a Sleagle, and yeah, all that's the other fair. Sleagles bounce on you. Alright, so now that we're done torturing the poor people who dry, try to draw art of what happens in this show <laughs> with all these creatures, uh, you are safely hidden in the Ron pen, uh, Vimble. The rest of the team is led away at spear and pitchfork point up to uh, the biggest house here on the farm. Uh, as you're as you're being walked in that direction, you see um, some interesting things. One is that there are kind of horse and buggy type situations. There's a couple different uh, what you would call vehicles. 
fifth edition has vehicle proficiency, so there's an expectation that there are vehicles in the world. Um, I want to steal from the people who have us arrested. <laughs> I'm sure you do. We'll get there. I just want to say that these things are hooked up to the Rons because they're the beast of burden. So it's kind of like an ox and cart situation. And it occurs to you that Red has a Zorplak and the research team has a couple days head start. So if you want to get into this race, you're going to probably need uh, transportation. And the the Ron and cart situation uh, is going would be extremely advantageous if you're trying to make this Oregon Trail uh, competitive. I would like to roll uh, deception and be like, um, we didn't do it. Shh. I don't know. Shh. Like, I don't know what's going on. I'm just like really scared. <laughs> and like, why is everyone attacking me right now? Like, I just don't. Dio, go, Dio goes, shh. No, like, see, like, people don't even want to listen to me. I'm 13. Uh, yeah, 13 is not what they were looking for. It's not high enough for what I'm looking for. Uh, I think one of them pokes you in the, in the butt with a pitchfork. Oh, my God, stop. <laughs> you take four damage. I rolled really high. <gasps> oh, my, oh my God. God. Is it a crime to be bad at making friends with animals? Is that really a crime? Shh. Animals are really hard to talk to. Shh. <laughs> Trees would never shush me. Uh-huh. I love that as a, a final line as you were taken into the big house. And in here, uh, there are a couple more people in robes and who have weapons. Uh, but then there is a, a, a big door that they are seem to be taking you towards, which has a heavy lock on it. Do, what do you do? I think I can lockpick it. Hold on. <laughs> Aren't they going to lock us in there? I think. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um. I Dio, Dio. I think is just let in because. Um. Yeah. Dio doesn't do anything. I think Juniper is happy to be let in currently mm -hmm. and to wait. Wait, until... guys! They never read you your rights, so I think you're free. To... <laughs> <laughs> I, I think Juniper's plan is it's easier to go along with it and to break out than it is to do anything now. Um, wait, I'm going in too, right? Or no? Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. we're hoping let in. Um, do you think they'll notice if my little ham fly flies away? No, I, th I think that's the, the the benefit of having something like this. Okay, my little baby ham fly flies off, you know, just to do do what it needs to do. And can I stealth? Or is that, you know, it's not like rogues in World of Warcraft. You can just go invisible and go. <laughs> no, that's something you have to earn eventually. You don't start not at level two. Okay, I just, like, do a really cool dance move just to show off. <laughs> you just start flossing as you're thrown into jail? <laughs> no, I just, like, gracefully dance into the door. Hold on, what's my acrobatics? Five. Oh my Fuck yeah. No, I, I want to do this. Fifteen. All right, uh, they're impressed, and the one who stabbed you in the butt with the pitchfork uh, brings you uh, a rag and some like herbs to clean up or whatever. So you you get two hit points back because they're so impressed with your dance. Thank you. <laughs> they feel bad. They didn't mean to poke you that hard. Honestly, is what happened. They got a little over enthusiastic. Now they feel bad because they find me attractive. <gasps> All right, so the ham sect doesn't go into the cell with you, so you can still do stuff outside. But Vimble, you, your friends get uh, taken into custody by the cult, and I guess you're up, buddy. Yeah. Okay. So w I have a question. Are, like, 
uh, I know, like, they don't say anything. Are they, like, quiet in, like, all their actions? Like, do they, like, make any noises, like, when they're, like, you know, like, uh, like, is, like, I, like I, I'm just, like, wondering if it's, like, all sound or if it's just, like, speech? Great question. Perception to know the answer. Can I, as the, you know, switch into the, my little hand fly, grab a, the keys to the cell that I assume are in a ring and fly them to the door? I got uh, 21 in perception. All right. So to answer these two questions, one after another, uh, with the 21, Vimble, you hear them uh, working and, you know, these people are, are really going about their day planting things, harvesting things, uh, doing maintenance on these carts. Uh, this is a very important thing here for, for your journey, really, is to the focus mm -hmm. on the fact that there's these vehicles. Uh, and as they go about their work, there's normal grunts of gearheads. Yeah, there's grunts of exertion, <laughs> exertion, and you know, little cries of pain if someone drops a hammer on their toe. Uh, they don't seem to be like magically silent. They just seem to be doing their best. I think like the best um, comparison would be like uh, there are groups who have uh, vows of uh, pacifism. Who, when they walk, they carry a broom and sweep the ground in front of them. To, so that they don't uh, step on any insects is the idea. That's a real religious practice. Mm. Uh, it's like, so you're doing your best is basically, but you're not like, it's not 100% always. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I mean, and also they're, uh, uh, what are they again? It's, um, uh, they aren't dwarves, but they're... They're like hobbits. Most of them are halflings, yeah. In first edition of D and D, they were called hobbits, and then the Tolkien estate was like, "No, they're not." <laughs> so that that was changed <laughs> later. Uh, but yeah, they're they're basically humanoid. I think they're not all strictly hobbits. There's a couple other uh, people mixed in. I just that's predominant. And if you wanted to make a history check about why that might be, this would be the great I time. Mean, I can I can I can do that. Uh, I, my plan though is I want to uh, try and knock one of them out and then disguise myself in their clothes and pass myself off as one of them. Uh, all right, yeah, we're doing hitman shit. I love it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, wait. Uh, history, history. Fifteen's uh... great. Uh, yes. So after the kind of apocalypse that ravaged the old world, uh, halflings were in a pretty bad predicament. Uh, their culture, as written by you know canonical D and D, is that they're very chill. Uh, you know, this is literally calling back to Lord of the Rings. They like to like hang around the Shire and smoke that weed. They're not really great on like war or conflict of any real kind. Uh, so when things got very bad, they were uh, pretty quickly uh, stomped on by a lot of other cultures. Uh, we saw this depicted in the previous season where they were treated quite badly. Uh, by uh, some elemental folks. Uh, so you think that some of this uh, religiosity may be a result of persecution? I think in American schools, we're all taught about how uh, people in Europe were like persecuted for their kind of Christianity and then came to America. And obviously it's more complicated than that. But then, you know, the people who went west from there uh, fleeing persecution, other religious persecution. Uh, this is just an mm -hmm. interesting thing to me is the Mormons were uh, yep. very, very badly treated by the people uh, in America. And so I, there's, a, I say, a history of uh, religious extremism or, or at least a religious fervor in uh, uh, frontier I, culture. I could be wrong about this, but like Qua when Quakers would also would be like a good example of that too. Right? Yeah, sure. This is, this is a subject that I think is very interesting and there's a lot of facets to it. But um, with the 15, what I'm saying is here that you don't think these people are necessarily like – villainous so much as that they have uh, a coping mechanism oh no i mean like vimble is here to save them from the cult <laughs> okay great 
<laughs> so, um, you know that like I, yeah, that might involve like knocking a couple out, but like I'm 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 here to help. Um, but yeah, is there is there anyone nearby who I could like um war towards like where like the 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 Ron pit? The Ron pit. Yeah, I I want this <laughs> Agent Forty Seven shit to happen. This is my favorite thing. I do want to answer. <laughs> Mari's hamsect question. Can you roll me investigation for your hamsect to fly around and find the keys? 19. Ooh. That's raw, dude. That rocked. Yeah, so you, uh, your hamsect stays outside the cell as you're all locked in. I should say that this is a very nondescript wooden room you're all locked in. It's not like there are iron bars or anything. This isn't like an institutionalized prison. It's just. This like, is a wooden room? Yes, it's literally like Bro, a Bro, I'm made of rocks. Let's fucking go. I'm going to push my way out of this. <laughs> okay, Let's well, go. One thing at a time. So I would say this is like a barn room, or it's like it's the meeting house room, and they put a lock on it just in case there was like a troublemaker. It doesn't seem like they have an institutionalized prison system. Uh, but you uh, let your handset fly away, and then you switch minds with it. So everyone, you're standing in, in that room with... Uh, with Zana, and all of a sudden her eyes kind of go blank and she starts like wiggling her nose like she has little whiskers uh and then outside i like to believe that my ham sect is now trying to learn how to be graceful in my body but can't um because it doesn't know how my body's supposed to move great and you uh are trying to get a hang of like the butterfly wings on your hamster body as you flit around mm -hmm. this building and you spy uh i think what happens is you kind of fly around the first floor here and you just see a bunch of uh, boring rooms that like don't catch your interest you don't see any keys and then you kind of go up the stairs to the second floor of this and you see uh uh, you go like around the corner and you see a, a door that's cracked open and you like peer through it and you see a figure in a black robe, not the white robes that you've seen so far, a black robe and they're kind of hunched over uh, facing away from you and you see the keys on the desk next to them. Do you think he'll see me if I go grab him? I think that would depend on your stealth roll or your, actually I think sleight of hand specifically. Okay. I'm going to do it. I'm going for it. We believe in you. 22. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, I'm in. I'm in. I'm the fucking stealth hamster. Uh, this session started off with the world's worst rolls, and it's been nothing for, but fire from there on out. <laughs> uh, so you quietly buzz across the room on your little wings, and you land on the desk next to this person, and you can like see a little bit past their, the hood of their cloak. And you get a look at their face. I'm going to put a picture in the roll 20 for you to see this character. Oh. Oh. I like Ooh. Ooh, it. Ooh. seems like, like a sex party. <laughs> like in The Shining? Oh. Every time I've introduced a character, <laughs> Red, Fortunato, and now this person, you've immediately gone there. Okay, but look at this. So how does this not look like a sex party from the movie The Shining or any other movie that had a sex party in it where it's like, how does that not look like that? Of all the Kubrick films, I would have thought Eyes Wide Shut would be where you would go. <laughs> I haven't watched it yet, and I didn't want to be a fake fan. I almost uh, said it, but I was like, no, you can't say that because you haven't watched it yourself. I admire your integrity. <laughs> so what we're seeing here is several lizard-like people wearing sexy like masquerade masks behind a dark red curtain covered in skulls and also probably horny chibi angels but the chi the chibis <laughs> are snakes or something 
like like they're also like they're all like huddled together and like they're sort of like look like like one of them is especially is like looking out like sort of smiling with his tongue at sort of like we got room for one more sorry are these are these three bodies or or, or is this like because i interpreted this as being like a puppet show ah. with the curtains so yeah, the image which we, you can see on patreon.com slash or on our YouTube channel, which is going up with this episode now, uh, you'll see more than one face here. I want to say the one you see as your hamsect is the center one in the black hood. It is There's a, a reptilian face here and almost like skull pattern, um, which uh, I don't know how much you want to say. Here's the thing. You roll a 22 on your sleight of hand so you can take the keys. If you want to know more to stick around and get a better look, you'll have to risk rolling something else. I'm I'm looking at this one and getting 100% if someone in this community was going to be the one to behead me in the town center it would be this one. <laughs> it's up to it's up to Mari. Do you want to risk uh something to no more or do you want to leave with the keys? I'll go for it. Why not? 15 yeah, good. So you 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 touch the keys and you're in the hamsec body and they're like the key rings almost the size of you. So it's like actually going to be a pretty difficult way, uh, lift to get these out of here. And it makes, you know, the tiniest little jingle noise uh, and you like flatten your hamster body. You know, when the hamsters flatten, there's a word for that. I'm sure hamster owners know. Oh, oh, pancaking because rats do it too. When they relax their whole body, they turn into pancakes. Wow. One's doing it right now. <laughs> you pancake down behind the key ring. So this person looks over, but they just see key ring because you're hidden behind it. And you get a better look at them. They are a Yuan T, Y U A N T I, which are a kind of snake people, or as we often call them here on Dice Funk, Sneeple. Uh, they come in a variety of forms because their genetics are very unstable. They can be anthropomorphic snakes. They can be humans from the neck down and just have snake heads. They can be, uh, you know, half and half in other ways. There's like a lot of different arrangements of snake and human percentage. But this person seems to have like a full snake head. And then you see now, because you rolled better, uh, their hood, like the way their their hood covers their arms, they like kind of you know, shake their, their arms a little bit to get, you know, their hands out from under their hood to, like, write something in a book, and you see both of their hands are snakes. See? Nice. The first thing I thought about when you described, like, the different ways that the, the halves can combine, I'm just picturing left to right, right down the middle, just half So snake. what's that one in the middle, sir? <laughs> Is that his dick? Mari, I'm not surprised your mind went there. <laughs> My logic makes sense. Don't act like I'm being out of order. <laughs> you're, you're like, oh, his, both his hands are snakes, and I'm seeing a smaller snake in between and lower. What am I supposed to think? His tail. Exactly. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I, I guess. So what you what we're really describing, or what I'm hypothesizing right now, at least, is that this is basically a cross, like a like a like two lines intersecting <laughs> and at the end of every point there's a snake head where's the poop come out one of those mouths is for pooping no they're anthropomorphic it would be under the tail like oh, oh he has feet okay so he has a whole right he has legs and a are the feet are the feet behold. snakes too and so he can never masturbate well well he better he can self suck 
<laughs> the true Ouroboros. Yeah. <laughs> the true Ouroboros. I, I, know, I know a guy who was able to actually like do that. Like he like what? got really good at no. yoga and was like able to suck his own dick. And like his his review of it was that he's like, yeah, it doesn't so much feel like you're getting your dick sucked as much as it feels like you're sucking dick. <laughs> We've also a lot of people know a guy, huh? <laughs> I am not good at yoga, uh-huh. and I don't want you spreading uh, villainous rumors about me. Sorry, I've just seen the full the full picture of this this friend that that all of the snakes are part of, and I like this friend. Yeah, Levi really killed it on this design. Uh, actually, there was a couple of yeah. different different ones that we went over, and this one really spoke to me. So that the the main head that would be like a human head is uh, under this black cloak, but the the hands, because literally from the wrists up, yeah. they're just snake heads, and one has like a little crown, and one has like a little uh, a dandy's hat. <laughs> Laura is oh, looking so at, cute. at Laura is <laughs> looking a at a full head. Laura is looking at a four-headed snake person in a black robe with a bone scythe, and the word that came to mind was friend. Yes! There's a little gesture for a tail! The the body language is that of a friendly person. He dressed up the heads! (laughs) He he didn't have to dress them up! Now that I've seen the full thing and I look back at the top, top, I'm like, yes, 100% little happy puppet show for friends. This is not an ominous person. This is somebody going to Comic-Con in their outfit. Are you going to stay and watch the puppet show then? Hell yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you know what? I will... I'm going to pancake and watch the puppet show. Um, so yeah, Bimble's about to knock a guy out, take his outfit. You're about to bring the keys back. Dio's about to punch out of the room and everyone stops all at once. Be like, wait, no, it's a friend. <laughs> 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 uh, but I should establish, yes, the, the last head, the head on the tail, because it's literally the tail ends in another snake head, Ooh. has a little clown outfit kind of yeah. style to it. Uh, so f- kind of four heads on this creature. Oh. Oh, that's so sick. I, I mean, I'm assuming that his feet do, too, no? Uh, no, the, the feet are just feet. Uh, the thing is, you on T sometimes don't have feet whatsoever. Uh, so, if anything, he really lucked out. Right, I, right, right. The best way I can describe this tale is if the rest of this snake person was very sad and went to the doctor and was like, ah, you should go see Pagliacci. You then, ah, the very sad tale comes up and... <laughs> It isn't quite a puppet show because he doesn't know he has an audience uh, pancaked down behind the keys. Uh, but suddenly the Yuan T man begins talking to himself, which is to say the different snake heads begin conversing. Uh, first, the one in the black hood says, Our prayers have been answered. These strangers are exactly what we need. But then his hand, the snake head with the crown, replies back, It would have been better if there were only one. A group like this will pose some issues. We may need to make a difficult choice. And then the other hand, the one with the little feather in its cap, says, Let them draw straws, then. We only need one. But then the tail, with the little gesture outfit on, pops up and says, Why don't we just hire them? If they were strong enough to fight red and survive, 
then maybe they can just take care of this for us. And the leader of the cult sits back and considers this uh, and reaches over next to his desk where propped up is a scythe, which uh, remember is a farming tool, uh, but it is uh, its handle appears to be made of bone, which is slightly ominous. And he begins kind of turning it idly in his handle thinking. And then finally the, the black hooded head says, well, there's no need to rush and make a foolish decision. We still have our guardian. But then the hand head with the crown snaps back and says, We need to be thinking long term. We need to have power for ourselves, not just hirelings. Today, it may be beasts thinning our flock. But tomorrow, they'll be sending the rich and powerful from the old world, and we'll need to defend ourselves. And the hand head with the, the plume in his little hat uh, agrees and says, Our people come here with nothing but the clothes on their backs. When dragons start showing up, even if they're empty-handed, they still have an advantage, wouldn't you say? It isn't really a clean slate when you can fly and breathe fire. And then the Harlequin tail says, So let's hire them first, and if they fail, then we take the power for ourselves. And the four heads go back and forth like that for some time, discussing some kind of situation you don't have all the context for, but uh, passing the kind of scythe back and forth idly between his hands to whichever mouth isn't talking at that current time. Uh, just look, looking really cool in like the black uh, cult cloak. And I think, wow, what a look. And then take the keys and leave. And I'm like so pleased with myself. I start bruxing. And bruxing is a thing that rodents do that makes their eyes pop out of their head. But that's to show that they're happy. It's normal. Oh, yeah. My friend said that's uh, called that boggling. Like their eyes like bug out. Oh, maybe. Yeah. You know what? Maybe it's boggling. And I called it bruxing. But I don't know. Maybe, maybe you're both right. But yeah, when they're really happy, their eyeballs pop out of their head. Um, can you roll me a strength saving throw to not drop the keys as you try to carry them down? Oh my, why, why are you making this so hard? <laughs> because you're bypassing my entire prisoner arc. <sighs> Fuck, and it's negative one. I feel, I have a bad feeling about this one. Uh-huh. 15. No, 15's great. Fuck uh, they, yes. Your little paws start sli slipping and you just dig deep and you hold on to them. I'm making that sound, but like extremely quiet because I'm so small. Uh-huh. Vimble, do you want to roll your uh, attack to try to knock out one of these people and take their outfits? Yeah. Um, what? Mm, I guess it would be unarmed strike because I want to. Uh, I don't want to like actually hurt them. Uh, so you roll me your damages if you're attacking uh, because it's what you're entitled to as your class, but we'll say it's non-lethal, and then you can flavor it how you want to. Or, oh, wait, so... So it's an eighteen is the with my short sword. Definitely hits. And then, um, uh, five damage plus three damage from sneak attack. All right, so that eight damage total or five damage total? Um. Oh, so it'd be uh eight damage total. 
All right, so that's non-lethal. Pay me a picture of that works. You knock out this unarmed f uh, farmer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, I, yeah, I want to like sort of like like uh uh spring up and then like I like not with like the like blade of the sword, but like like on like the flat side of the sword, just like whack him like a baseball hat, like baseball bat. Uh huh. Um, and just sort and like he like oh falls over and then like falls into the uh the Ron pen that I pull him into. Um, and he's like um. Um, I'm gonna like tie him up in there, and then like uh, I'll like I'm gonna I'll, I'll like go to like um um like gag him, and then realize I don't have to do that, and then I'll, 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 like <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I just realized that's great. <laughs> All right, uh, and then yeah, uh, and I'm I'm heading towards the the big house. So Vimble has a perfect disguise. Zana has the keys with her ham sect inside the cell. Uh, Dio, do you continue Operation Bust Out? Dio, uh, yeah, like Dio looks around at the the, the, the situation, and um, and uh, tries to open the door and realizes it's locked, and so they just turn around and face the the wall, which I assume is an outer wall to the building. Sure, and yeah. uh, they just do Eldritch Blast on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> yes, incredible. Roll it. Uh, that's twenty one. Oh, there goes the wall. Yeah, 12 damage to that wall. Oh. Matchsticks. Just black. <laughs> what an incredible comedy beat. This is like a, it's always oh. sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> you have two simultaneous perfect jailbreak plants, and then you incinerate the wall. <laughs> so if we're going to just walk out of this broken open wall, Juniper's going to behind everyone use mold earth to um try and repair the wall somewhat <laughs> well zana's still in there because she left her body to uh, be in the ham yeah. okay well this is the plan that's okay i have the keys and i can just open the door and then also yeah. side note for a little flavor zana's body is on the floor but the ham doesn't know how to control it so they're laying f face up on the floor with the veins of the god just flailing around everywhere. Oh my god. Okay. Like in the movie The Thing. Well, if if you are happy to uh, get the keys and let yourself out in a minute, then uh, yep, Juniper will head out the wall hole and just try and rebuild it a little bit to be like, see, we're not bad people. We're just, we're, we didn't mean to break building. Goodbye. Or, or we can roll something and see if you can get away with making it look so good. You know? Can you read Mold Earth to the audience, please? You choose a portion of dirt or stone that you can see within range that fits within a five-foot cube, and you manipulate it in some ways. Um, you can you can move it, excavate it, m push it around. Um, you just move it about a bit. I'm hoping. So that you're I making can... their jail better. You're actively. Yeah, you're leaving it better than you came, so they can't be mad. I'm hoping I can take some of the bits of broken wall and just smush them back in the hole. It's not going to be a proper repair because this ain't mending, <laughs> but I... No, it's going to be stronger, wanna... though. It's made out of better stuff. At the very least, I want to put it in a pile so it's tidy, so we... Yeah, yeah, it's very, it's very like, um, uh, leave nothing but footprints, take nothing but pictures type, yeah. you know? You're, you're, you're a good camper. Look, it's hard to be angry at a hole having been broken in your wall when the people who broke that hole did take the time to tidy it up behind them. 
So this is a cantrip, and there is a spell called Stone Shape. That's a fourth level transmutation spell. So I am I'm, I'm going to be careful not to give you Stone Shape for a cantrip. Yes, I I realize. Yes, to be clear, I realize I cannot completely rebuild the wall as it was, and like I recognize at best it might look like it's complete, and someone leans on it and it falls out again. You know, or it's just a pile next to the wall. I just I want to tidy up slightly behind myself um to establish my intentions and where i'm going i don't know if you're gonna end the turn already but like dio walks out and then just walks around the building and back to where they were captured because dio wants to go find a pengman again <laughs> you're like an npc whose pathing is like broken and you're like yes. i have to go D back <laughs> Well, the animal handling moment, what happened was that Dio decided to be friends with a pengman and looked at it, and it was distressed and started making noises, but Dio doesn't understand those noises and is going back. Oh, Christ. This and they episode... plan to kill you, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. All right, can I fly on over and open up the door so that I can go through it and all that? Yeah, I mean, that's that's the comedy moment, right? Is Dio blasts the wall away, and then you get down. You uh, if you get in there and everyone's gone and the wall is fixed. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just a hamster. Well, Vimble's there in your perfect disguise. I don't know if you think that's like, oh, that's a guard, or if uh, you, you two unite or something. No, for a better comedy, we don't recognize each other. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but the door swings open, and is is Zana still on the floor? They're trying to use the veins as wings, but it's in the uh -huh. wrong direction. <laughs> uh, all right, so this is a comedy of errors, huh? I, I mean, we're succeeding, so... Yeah, and they also don't know how to control my body, so it's like really contorted and weird. Okay, here's the question. Uh, Dio goes back to the Pengmen. Uh, does Juniper follow? Uh, yes, Juniper follows. Ju Juniper is uh, not, not going to leave Dio alone, at least. All right. I think we're going to have to have a, a little party split here and two different initiative cues because I think uh, at this particular moment, uh, the Sleagles, who have sworn vengeance on your kind, Juniper, um. these animals <laughs> which fill the ecological niche of the sloth, who uh, will, not, <laughs> will not cease hunting you. They will never tire. They will never sleep until yeah. they taste your blood. <laughs> Austin, Austin, yeah, they, they, they will tire. They fill the ecological niche of sloths. No, they will always no. tire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's roll initiative for the team who goes back out to the animals. That's Dio, Juniper, oh. uh, and Zana's body, actually controlled by the ham sect, <laughs> though. Okay, initiative. 18. Uh, uh. <laughs> D D was a mistake. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> uh, Eighteen. I'm using a Mr. Saturn icon for the animals because they're all variations of human now, features. Now I get the twenty-one. <laughs> not when I could have made friends with a sloth eagle. <laughs> so, my body is with you guys, but I am with the Dark Knight. All right. 
So first up, Juniper, uh, you follow Dio around the, the building again, back to the animal pens. Uh, you see Dio walking up to the penguin and uh, once again trying to engage them in conversation. And they seem very agitated. They're, they can continue those cries of like, uh, 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 you, <laughs> uh, you, you realize that Dio is uh, not paying attention as the this uh, Sleagles uh, starts coming over. Uh, you have the opportunity to do something. I mean, w- once again, can you give me a, a vivid picture of how this thing moves? Because it's so it's a sloth, so it must be very slow. I think this is a creature that doesn't do a lot of moving around when it's not climbing on things. So on the ground, it is almost sort of dragging its very long <laughs> limbs. Like these limbs are designed to like grip around big trees and things. So when it's on the floor, it's like I got too much limb. I don't know what to do with it. It's trying to manipulate its limbs to get along. God bless you, Laurie. You're giving us ten free turns <laughs> while it just like slowly crawls towards Look, us. It, this thing, it it just has too many limbs, and it's like, <laughs> I'm, I've got nothing to grip on here. <laughs> Is it like the lantern guy from Final Fantasy? It's like once he gets you, he gets you. Oh, but... Tonberries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a Tonberry or that. Touch that... legal, you die instantly. <laughs> what, if, what, if, what if a Tonberry had very long limbs? I'm adding this to the legal law. If you touch a legal that has hate in its heart, you die instantly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I will never get to touch a legal. I'm so sorry. Your creation hates you. <laughs> Do you think God has abandoned us because He too fears what He created? This is what happens when I try and, cre- and add something cute and nice into Skype. Do you know the uh, you are safe down my child meme where the really long person <laughs> <laughs> is giving the animal with really long limbs like a food? It's like that. Oh, fuck. Mm. <laughs> Put that in the chat. Okay, but Juniper, it's your turn in combat. Here comes the seagull. If it touches you, you die instantly. Um, so, I, I guess all of my melee attacks, I guess. I'm not fighting this from melee range. I was going to use Shillelagh and start, like, you know, playing around with that. But what can I... What, what is my most distance attack right now? Um, okay. <laughs> Fine. Time, time to kill my beautiful creation. Uh, I'm gonna cast Ice Knife. Oh, Christ, I'm having a heart attack. <laughs> okay. Give me, give me a sec. What do, I, what do I roll for Ice Knife? Uh, there it is. Oh, fuck. This little creepy pasta is coming after you. <laughs> I think that's the combat challenge. It's just can you get its HP to zero before a number of turns go? I'm not even gonna roll any attacks. Um, look, I I rolled a nine. Is that enough to hit a very slow moving target? No, it's not. Well, thank goodness I did ice knife because hit or miss, the shard of ice that I fire explodes. The target and each creature within five feet of it must save on uh, succeed on a dex save. Give me that dex. Oh, extremely undexterous. No, bottom wow, dog shit dex. Thirteen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, that meets my dex. A tie goes to the roll. I win. Oh, shit. so uh, so so you take nothing. None of every one Holy of your shit. slots 
somehow dodges my my d10 and my 2d6. <laughs> I was going to say, it's just one Sleagle very slowly moving towards you. You throw an ice knife. It hits the ground next to its head, and the explosion goes off, and you're like, that must have blown its head off like a grenade. And then the smoke clears, and it's just still slowly <laughs> moving. It's like a cool guys don't look at explosions. It's just yeah. completely unfazed. But it's staring at you with loathing. Oh god, it just hates um, your fucking guts, Juniper. <laughs> I just wanted to make friends up here. That was an 18 minus 5 was the modifier there, so just a, yeah. a, a really unlucky yeah. roll. Yeah, that, that's me this episode. No good rolls. Don't get those. Okay, Dio, it's your turn. Like I said, the way this fight is going to work is you all get three full rounds to try to stop this animal. If it gets to Juniper, it just kills her. <laughs> Oh, who's ready for me to roll a new character next week? Okay, so I, uh, Dio walks up to the Pengman pen uh, and uses Speak with Animals, which I can use at will without using a spell, sl a spell slot. Mm -hmm. And I say, uh -huh. you gain the ability to comprehend and verbally communicate with beasts uh, for, the, for the duration. That's what happens. And I say, uh, we're going to be friends to the, to a peng to the nearest Pengman. Yeah, you say that to the nearest Pengman, uh, who I want to once again reiterate has animal intelligence, is not an awakened <laughs> creature. So it just says, I am food. <laughs> oh. And, <laughs> and Dio says, uh, No, you're a friend, and reaches into the pen to pick up the Pengman oh. and carry it away. Wait, what? <laughs> so Dio uh, was co uh, contented living in a, in, a, in a life as part of an organization as an object uh, in the belonging of other people um, and then was, um, was switched on and told that um, they can not, uh, they can, there's more to life than that and they can be liberated. Uh, but it wasn't their choice and now they assume that is the natural process. Um, is that you just take things, you just take dudes and make them your friend. <laughs> I mean, is that wrong? Is that not how you do it? So, uh, so that's what so, Dio is doing to this so, man. I was going to say, just to clarify, <laughs> Dio is spending the turn not fighting the thing that will kill me on contact. That is correct. Yeah, that is correct. Cool. Thanks. That is, but... a, that is a fascinating roleplay choice. <laughs> fascinating with the world's biggest scare quotes <laughs> but i am liberating the penguin so you are and i'm very glad this thing will kill me <laughs> only if it touches you once strength contest dio the penguin okay. does not want to go okay i rolled a 13 i rolled a 18, motherfucker, yes. Okay. All right. Okay, it's... you're coming with me. <laughs> it's your at the mountains of madness problem now. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. I like that. Yeah, that's very good. Uh, oh. We're going to be friends, <laughs> Dio says, picking the Pengman up out of the pen. Uh, I guess the beast speech is still active, so the Pengman says, eat me. <laughs> 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 and Dio, Dio has this like ear to ear grin uh, as they say no. 
<laughs> so the rest of the, they're just sneak. They're just like while you're asleep, trying to sneak into your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Zana, it's your turn. So uh, your mind is still in the ham sect. What does your body do? Okay, so Zana is on the ground. Well, Zana's body is on the ground, flailing around as one does when you're a ham sect and you know your brain is not as developed as a more sapient sentient or sapient sapient is like human intelligence sentient is just aware of itself like animals are sentient sapient intelligence so it's harder for the ham sect to control zana's body is for zana to get used to the ham sex body also the ham sex just having a good time flailing around with veins flying everywhere and then just suddenly Sana gets up and stands correctly and has all her veins inside of her body where it should be, supposedly. And then the veins burst out and make the snatchest looking dress ever out of the veins. And it looks really cool. Anyway. So now I'm ready to fight. Can I use my spells when I'm not in my body? Is in the body? So my body can still use my spells? Absolutely. Cool. And I want to prevent the nightmare sloth from getting Laura. Okay. Uh I'm pulling up Laura's uh, uh, description again. It has long limbs, cute but unresponsive gaze, and purple fur. Oh. It has wings, which one assumes are probably vestigial. It has a prehensile tail. Um, I use hideous laughter. All right, and the wisdom save. We've used that spell in episode two already, so audience should be familiar. Uh, botch minus one is zero, so... That thing's fucking laughing to death. A creature with an intelligence score of four or less isn't affected. I wish you had told me that beforehand, but it got a zero, so I don't know. So that's just a wasted turn. It appears so, yeah. The this the Sleagull does not know enough uh, outside of hate to find anything funny. It is <laughs> It knows only spite and death and blood. And it moves closer to Juniper. Okay, so we've each used one round and not done any damage. Not one of the three of us in a round of combat. One third of our combat time is done and we haven't touched it. <laughs> Correct. Okay. Can't you never run away? Like... Uh, well, I mean, I can. I can I can do my, my big rabbit hop if you I... You can literally like, walk away. It will never stop. That's the problem. I know, but it we can just take stop. a few steps back <sighs> look we're doing another round i'm gonna try okay mm-hmm. I'm tr- I, sh- <laughs> I need to not live in fear of constantly being chased by my own creation <laughs> oh god i do oh. want it i want it written on juniper's tombstone that this was sophie's idea <laughs> she played god and pre- so is it is it my turn in the combat round yeah, yeah. Okay, Austin, if I do Earth Tremor and successfully create difficult terrain, will that slow their approach? Alongside the damage it does. I can knock them prone? Does that buy me some time? Well, they're already prone. 
<laughs> I mean, my my comedic instincts tell me that this thing is implacable, like the snail from that Reddit post. It's like it will not be stopped. See, my gut response, and I'm gonna shut my own plan down here, is I think that the wings maybe aren't vestigial. Maybe everything <laughs> about this thing moves slow. The wings can move fast if it wants to start floating slowly at you. That's like it's like when you see a cockroach and you go to smash it and suddenly it starts flying. <laughs> yeah, no, it's the wings flap real fast. It's still gonna move slow. It just will be slow in the air now. Maybe this has like never happened before though. Like it's just like you awoken this new evolutionary in the sky. <laughs> just by pure like will and hatred. It's like willed itself the ability to fly. Like the Duma cult found these things and let's say, let's raise a couple, see what they're like. And they had no problems with them until they saw you. And that was like the key that unlocked their true heart. Okay, okay. Um <laughs> Uh, let's try the other ice knife. That hits. Absolutely. And then I have to save against the explosion. Seven. That fails. So double. Yeah. Uh, so let didn't... me let me do the two bits of damage. I do a I do a D ten for the first hit. If this is like one damage, I swear to God. Two damage out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then... You jinxed it. Uh... And then we do the explosion. Which does five damage out of a possible okay. twelve. So seven total? Yeah, so its wings start flapping, you throw an ice knife into its back and it explodes, and that uh its wings like uh flutter to a stop. You keep it from like leaping uh and do seven damage, which uh is seems significant for just a, an animal. So that's a good turn. Uh... Dio? Dio uh is <laughs> Dio is so looking towards <laughs> the vehicles <laughs> to get out of here. But at the same time, they sling the Pengman over their shoulder. They're just carrying it away. And because I think how I've mapped this out in my head, at least, the vehicles are on the other side from the sleep. Like, the sleagle is between them. So as basically Dio walks past... Like just 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 walks out of the fight, but just on the way out of the fight, uh, Dio does an eldritch blast with their free hand. Okay, just a very casual, just like finger guns the Sleagle on the way to just leave. <laughs> good, 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 good. Uh, and that's a nineteen. That hits, and that's eleven damage. There we go. All right, we've put 18 total on this thing, and it's Zana. You see uh, Dio casually, offhandedly blast this animal. What do you do? You're you're wearing a cool vein dress. Yeah, so Zana has a kind of blank look in her eye, and her mouth is kind of open. And then she kind of lights up and has a big smile. I'd like to hit it with my rapier. My bedazzled one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I get. I. I want to. It's color shifted to red to match my dress. All right, that's sick. I mean, this. This is a hundred percent just a bloodborne weapon, like the, <laughs> the vein rapier. <laughs> knock, knock us out. Fourteen. That hits. Six. All right. So you lunge forward and you you stab into its like side while it's on the ground. Yeah, and I'm like really smiling very wide about it. A little bit too much. Like it shouldn't. My face shouldn't do that. 
that's I like this because I think you stab into it really like you like full abdomen impalement and it just like pulls itself out and keeps going towards Juniper in a in a, re- a really upsettingly <laughs> single-minded way. Um, that's the second turn. It, it is approaching Juniper. Your turn. Okay. God, we cannot miss. Can I just throw something at it at this point? I don't want to get closer. I just... Uh-huh. I mean, I think the statistically, uh, shillelagh is a bonus action, right? So you can do shillelagh and It is, bonk. but I don't want to risk getting into melee range of it. You're dead either way. Austin, Austin, <laughs> if I get uh-huh. near and I botch, you're going to want to have me trip over and touch the thing. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to get into a range where if I botch, I trip over and I touch the death's legal. <laughs> Please don't make us lose our only moral compass in the fight. I didn't do this. I asked you to make a friend. I tried to make a friend, Austin. You could have just given me a friend, but no. I had to, I had to roll a dice, and the consequence for a botch couldn't just be they didn't like me. <laughs> this I, is much funnier. I cast Shillelagh, um, so now I can use my spellcasting ability when I do a thing, so I'm gonna try and Uh just bonk it on the head. Oh my god. Just just bonk. (sighs) Eleven. Eleven hits. Okay. Let's, let's, oh dear, this has a plus one as well as the roll, so I'm gonna do at least one damage, okay. Uh, come on, watch me do exactly one damage. No, okay, now I do the big damage. Seven. She obliterates her own child, the creation she once loved, just like in the movie Alien Resurrection, (laughs) where they had lesbian sex with an alien. I really hope that every Sleagull hates Juniper this much on site. No, here's the thing, as I think you hit you bonk this Sleagle real hard and it curls up and goes into a hibernating oh, state oh, and it, it, oh. once it's done re- re- healing it'll be back after you. Oh, you can't stop oh, it. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. See the tr- the trees would never do this to me. <laughs> the trees can be reasoned with. It has one mission in life. Austin, Austin, can I like do a nature check someday to find out the nature of this thing and how to undo the curse I have wrought? Yeah, I mean that's that's like part of your your story now. This is kind of Juniper's journey is to learn about plants while running from animals. Your greatest friend and your greatest foe. Look, look, I did I did say when coming here, animals are the worst. They make terrible conversation. Not a fan. Why did you instill this gentle creature with such rage? I'm gonna find a way to like disintegrate this thing into atoms so that it can no longer. <laughs> no, it comes back like Jason. Look, I'm glad I saved my cutest animal idea, not for this. I didn't take the risk. <laughs> didn't do it. <sighs> You're safe now, my child. <laughs> so the flavor of your shillelagh is you have the uh, the, the living shard of the uh, Yggdrasil in your like glove, right? And your hands go, and you just bop them. What's what's the flavor of the actual finishing blow? Um, on my character sheet, I have a quarter a quarter stuff. I don't know if, as I've not melee attacked yet, I don't know if I want to reflavor that as 
what's a what's a gardening tool that I could have that would fill that role? Um, <laughs> a trowel, a rake. Uh... Yeah. Okay. The the the. F- the wood, the handle end of a rake. Okay. <laughs> Juniper's just had a rake this time. On the head with the. Yeah. Juniper has a small rake on her back and she just did a little bonk on that. With the handle. A note for the HBO adaptation is that you're going to need to use a narrator, maybe Patrick Warburton from Series of Unfortunate Events, um, to explain to the audience that if the sloth touches Juniper, she dies. But actually, none of our characters canonically knew that in the combat that just no, happened. No, she could feel it in her heart. Yeah, she, she could yeah, just look she at the sloth knew it. and she knew. I, I think I, I think, I think Juniper knew. I think wow. Juniper. I think Juniper had. That's part of the curse. Yeah, is that you know. <laughs> That's the thing about it is like none of you have seen this animal before. No one really has. But when you look at its eyes, you just instantly know. There's that's the only outcome of that kind of I, hate. I'm I'm gonna throw some context here, some backstory. I think this has happened before with Juniper. <laughs> I don't think this is the first time an animal. This has is what you know. <laughs> Look, maybe there's a little tiny bit of why Juniper left the last world is like there's there's a badger out there that really doesn't appreciate her. <laughs> I mean, this is honestly really in character for rabbits. This yeah. is some watership down, everything's out to get you ass yeah. shit. <laughs> Look, why do you think why do you think Juniper is so skittish? There are animals that will hunt her to the ends of the earth and Hopefully not into this world. She hasn't seen that badger yet. Hopefully it ain't. It, it hasn't made the trip up the mountain. All right. So th- that fight was so exciting. I didn't even cut back to the other one because there is another <laughs> one. Uh, Vimble, you're in your perfect disguise. You reach the cell. The ham sect unlocks it. The cell is empty. Uh, what are you two doing when uh, the, the snake man upstairs comes down to check on the sound of the wall exploding? Is there a way for me to like... To to tell him, is there anything I can roll through a series of squeaks to make him understand the snake is all snakes? That's a good question. I think insight from Vimble to see if you can understand that Zana the ham sect is trying to communicate stuff to you. Yeah, you know what? It's okay. So he went to a frat, and I also being going to college know like the secret frat codes and so i frat coded in squeaks <laughs> okay. see if he like uh... <laughs> yeah oh, the, yeah there's like wait there's like uh like thieves can't but for um frats <laughs> yeah, there's a very can't. specific one for like um uh like a cult leader made of snakes <laughs> yeah yeah it comes up more often than Let's you see think if he remembers yeah yeah. Uh, Seven insights. Nope, that's not People it. People didn't get invited to a lot of frat parties. I should say that. You, yeah, but you bought your way into all of the fraternities. Yeah, but you don't get to learn frat can't by doing that. <laughs> they taught you the bad frat can't as a joke. They trained you wrong on purpose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait, yeah. So what? Wait, wait. So what do I think that uh, that that she said? <laughs> Your outfit's so cool. <laughs> I'm like, th- uh, thanks. It's a pretty good disguise. Your outfit's so <laughs> cool, dude. Um, and then like, I'm going to like, like frat camp back to her. Uh, and like, um, uh, I'm like, um, uh, like I frat camp camp back. Like, um, 
uh, th thanks. Like, um, I, I used all my, like, uh, stealthing skills to get in here like this. And, uh, actually what I'm saying, though, is, um, I'm a dumb piece of shit. And, like, uh, <laughs> no bitches. <laughs> Maidenless. Touch, touch grace. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> shit. Fuck. All right. Uh, so, yeah, that, that's what happens. Um, um, okay, so, like, I see, like, there's, like, an empty, um, uh, cell. Can I, like, investigate? Yeah, so this, this snake man's coming down the stairs. Uh, Zana in the body of the hamsack tries to warn you that miscommunication bears no real fruit. So if you want to ro be rolling investigation while this man approaches, uh, hit me with that. Eight. We could get, go inside the cell because we have the keys. Yeah, the door's open. W with an eight, uh, the, you fail miserably. You look around, you see the, the, the wall was shattered, and then someone tried to, like, push some earth up to fix the wall, and it didn't really work out the way they wanted to. Uh, it's empty. You're like, as far as you know, they just they left and they abandoned you. Like, you're just fucked and shit out of luck. Uh, and at this point, the man reaches the bottom of the, of the stairs, and you hear the sound of... Uh, the scythe being like tapped on the ground, like menacingly as he walks over, just like tap, tap, tap. I try my best to communicate, like, dude, sh just don't fucking say anything. Just be, just don't, don't, please. I'm begging you, because she's now realized that she is at the hands of an idiot. <laughs> uh, and so uh, this man reaches out with the the tip of the scythe and like. Touches you on the shoulder in such a way as to turn your body 180 degrees to face him, because uh, he doesn't speak right away. He doesn't speak at all, as far as you know. Uh, and you fit your face to face with this man we've described before. He's a Yuan T. Uh, he has. Uh, uh, this is a hog nose snake. Is the kind of snake this is. Uh, so it has like a skull pattern on its snout uh, that is actually just part of the scaling, but it does ev evoke a skull mask. Um, so, so that's that's uh, unnerving, and you see both of his hands are also snakes, and his tail is a snake, and they're all wearing different little outfits. What do you do? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna like try and like play it off as like I was like going to look for the prisoners, and I'm like trying to be like like pointing at the thing, being like like mime hand movements, like where'd they go? Is like my the, the the gist of my hand movements, but I'm not gonna say anything. Perfect. Roll deception. Okay. Negative two. Let's go. <laughs> Seventeen. Holy shit. Oh shit. Oh my god. That's so good. <laughs> <clears throat> this man's hands turn to him, and their mouths move. You don't hear anything, but it seems like he's whispering in his own ears with his hands. And he turns to the other hand and like hears what it has to say, and then nods. And it seems like the hands and the head have are having a little conference. And then he nods and uh, beckons you to follow him upstairs. Um, okay. I'm, I'm gonna do it. No, God, fuck. I fly out of his head and leave. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Zana, so, so you said before that sometimes you're like, oh, shit, I keep helping people even though that's not in character. So I like that you're abandoning him when you have the chance. <laughs> I'm getting away. I'm so helpless and I don't like it. Incredible. Mm -hmm. I just fly out, you know, how I got in or whatever. Or, I don't know. His back, is, is his back to me or? Um... So he's, well, the snake, there's a snake with the, the tail snake has eyes on me though, right? I was literally about to say, you, he, you're never with, to his back because he can see behind him with his tail face. Mm. Okay. 
Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna just try and play. I'm gonna try and play along and follow him. Uh, immune to backstabs. You, don't you hate those enemies when you do a stealth build mm-hmm. and there's the guys you can't sneak up on? It's like, come on. Um, so this character leads you back upstairs, kind of dragging the scythe on the ground behind him, and the blade isn't so much cutting the floor as it like the floor seems to undulate and waver to get out of the blade's way and then reforms back to where it was. Okay. Uh, and he's he just goes up the stairs and you follow and uh, we don't know what's happening to Vimble for a minute here. This is interesting because you have you have you have successfully deceived him. Uh, back outside, uh, Zana, you're in the hamsex body. You fly out. You see your body uh, covered in veins and arteries, looking real badass with a bloody rapier. As everyone is gathered around the comatose Sleagle. I'm wearing red lipstick by now with black liner. Sick. Um, the, uh, other members of the Duma cult are like, have saw this fight and are like shocked, but they're not attempting to retake you into custody because they are now, you know, they're scared because <laughs> you're all armed and you're- I went to obtain a vehicle. Yeah. So that we, we need to deal with that next, but I want to establish that there are, you know, a couple dozen people here, but they're unarmed mostly. Maybe they have farming implements. They, now that they've seen you do magic and like fight and stuff, they're like- not immediately eager to take you back into custody because you escaped immediately and you seem badass. Uh, so that's 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 situation. As Dio, you go over to the vehicle. Uh, I assume you don't have vehicle proficiency. That would be wild. Um, no. <laughs> that would be very strange. Wait, can I can I do a dance to make the big heads like us again? <laughs> the big heads? Yeah, the big heads. I can't remember their name. Oh, the Rons? Yeah. <laughs> okay, hold on. One thing at a time. It's not the Rons, it's just the Ron. Okay, the Ron. <laughs> That's also the rule with the Brian. I guess we're just going with, or just Brian, not even the mm. Brian. Brian. With Brian. Brian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, can I get a raw D20 for Dio to look at this vehicle? You've never seen one before. It comes so fucking lootly. God, it yeah. Could just... That's so exciting. <laughs> That's so good. This is perfect for me. This is exactly my character. So I see. Wait, tell me what kind of vehicle I see. Uh, it's kind of a horse and buggy. I'm thinking specifically of. Uh, but with a Ron? With a. Well, yeah, that's that's the question. Is is it hooked? It doesn't have a Ron immediately hooked up to it, but it looks like it can. I'm thinking of the Oregon Trail buggy, like literally in my mind's eye. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. That's a five. Uh, you think it's an animal, and you're trying to find <laughs> you're trying to find the face to talk to it. <laughs> I'm saying to my I'm saying to my peng man, uh, is this one of you? Is this one of your friends? Uh, all right. So that's the situation. Is there's this buggy you desperately need to catch up with the other people who are racing you across Arabella? But Dio doesn't know what a buggy is. It does. It's not hooked up to a Ron. You don't know that these people give you a Ron. They seem scared. There's a lot going on. Um, does anybody want to do anything out here? Um, I just want to fly to my body and get back in there. All right. You land on your own shoulder. Switch back. Any? Uh... And then I begin to dance for the Ron. <laughs> okay, do you want to roll performance? <laughs> roll performance, dance yeah. for the Ron. What okay. did you say? The, it was the writhing Ron something earlier? <laughs> the Ron pit, right? Yeah, the, the writhing Ron pit. <laughs> 20, like that, yeah. Oh, critical. The Ron's fucking... Oh the Ron adores me. They are... 
I am their god. <laughs> oh my god, another crit. Sana. No. You... Wait, no. Oh no, we're done. You can't have a second animal, but it's very no, no, funny. No, 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 this is dancing. This is dancing. So now they just all run. All run, love me. They just love me. This is something different. No, no, no. I, I mean, I like. I mean, you know, you could pick the Rons over your hamster. No, I no because <laughs> I, this is dancing. I my intent was to make the Ron friendly to us so that they would willingly, you know, let us ride them. You know, we could all get a Ron and ride them. Mm -hmm. all, I don't know. I yeah, I think that you this is this crit's very good and important because you can get friendly Rons to pull your your wagon and exactly. get back into to get back into the race. Uh, but it's just going to be, it's just very funny that you keep critting and you also got the, the relic. So <laughs> your character is just really OP. I mean, it kind of fits, you know, I deserve it. <laughs> Look, at some point we're going to find the, what, whatever would be the God that you would want. And Juniper's going to get it and be like, we'll do tradesies. I want the, I want the nature one. Oh yeah. I'd rip the heart out. You take out, I don't know. The brain. Mari is play this this season Mari is playing that bitch. She's fucking yeah. great at everything and you wish she wasn't because she sucks, but she just keeps getting away with it. You can't you yeah. can't fault her results. <laughs> the dance was incredible because the outfit was already insane. You know? Right, true. Like it had a little thing on it. Juniper uh, just heads over to Dio and goes, uh so, uh, lesson for today, sometimes friends don't want to be friends. Sleagles? Not a fan. Sometimes that's, that's just how it is. We're going to be friends. I'm sure you are. Sleagles? Mm. 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 Oh, I don't want to be friends with that, your enemy. Oh, I know. I know. I'm just, I'm just saying, I wanted to be friends with them. They did not want to be friends with me, but that's okay. You need to help us be make friends with this, and Dio points at the buggy. Yeah. I will help, but you have to help keep an eye open to make sure there's never a Sleagle near me. Quick question. Does it matter to you if we force them to love you? Look, as, as, conveni as convenient as that would be for not having to watch my back 24-7, not a big fan of it morally. Mm. As much as I would love to just cuddle one of those friends. Mm. Yeah, but if they touch you, they'll die. I could tell by the way I was looking at you. Well, see, yeah, that's the thing. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna leave. And hopefully they'll not have a lifelong grudge. That'd be cool. That'd be... Anyway, did you guys know that there's like a snake thing, but it's like all snake heads? Like all of its body parts are snake heads. Wow, that sounds crazy but also i made a i got someone who like you know like how you got me and i um you said like i'm i'm your property but i'm not other people's property well i have got i've got one as well okay so that's your pet pet right mm -hmm. the penguin man leans over to you dio and says i taste good baked broiled and fried <laughs> It wants to it wants to be eaten, but I don't eat food, so we're friends. Okay. What do I do with it now? Um like you have to train it to do what you want, like tricks.
books and stuff. And then also love you forever. So you have to be its only source of food and nourishment and comfort for extended period of time so that it has no choice but to rely on you and then confuses that with love. Or just be nice and see whether it likes you in response. That's also an option. That's what I said. It's Juniper. <laughs> Dio looks from Juniper to Zana and back and forth a little and realizes that what Zana has described is not how Zana has been treating Dio, but how what Juniper describes is how Ju Juniper has been treating Dio. So maybe Juniper is the one that Dio should be listening to. <gasps> Yay! <gasps> Hooray! At any time during this conversation, does the question of where Vimble is occur to any of you? <laughs> I don't care. No. <laughs> anyway, so let's go. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, up in the second story of the big building, uh, the snake man leads you to his room. And once you're inside, he closes the door of Imble, and then he takes out the scythe and he traces a circle around you and him like a, a large circle like on the ground with the scythe. Once again, like the wooden floor almost parts in front of the blade rather than letting itself be cut and then settles back down into uh, an unblemished form. And then the snake man turns to you and says, now we can talk. He's, he's Okay, he's going to do like, a, like, a, like, uh, uh, like, he's going to put on a voice that's like, uh, quite racist a bit like that's like, like, of, of, like of an impression of hobbits first okay um <laughs> uh i don't know what that would be but like whatever like the most racist one is he's gonna do that and then just be like uh yeah i was uh coming in to check on the prison i came in it was the whole the door was open and they were gone i don't know what's going on is that samwise gamgee i guess is the is the stereotypical yeah i like i'm just doing it's just like a, it's like just a dumb guy voice. Like this is this is like how like uh, gnomes like, like this is how like halflings talk in jokes gnomes tell about them. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> All right, can you roll performance to see how well your impression comes across? Well, he was coming in to check on the prisoners, oh, Mister no. Frodo. <laughs> Potato. <laughs> one. Oh, that's a one. So with a three minus two, just a one, not a botch, but a one, uh, he, f he understands that you're doing a fake voice and his little, he his hand heads uh, have a little conference with him. You hear one of them say, he's disguising his voice. Why is that? I don't know. It must be some sign of deception. What should we do about it? Kill him! Kill him! <laughs> no, no, come on. We have to find out the truth before we kill him. Now we must be fair. <laughs> and there's like having all these the little clown head on the tail pops up from like under this conversation. And it's like, yeah. he sounds like a friend! <laughs> and they all are start chattering to each other. Uh, what do you do? Uh, and I'd be like, <clears throat> like with my regular voice like sorry i'm it's just uh it's just a bit i've been working on for like um i kind of want to get into doing stand-up comedy oh. i i, I, <laughs> <laughs> I think i think my impression needs some work it's just a character i was doing sorry about that not the time or the place <laughs> uh. <laughs> 
what well, at this point i'm gonna i'm gonna stop specifying the heads they're all just gonna talk to you kind of switching back and forth uh all four of them but it says uh this character says so what's your real name yeah yeah <laughs> uh 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 half lingington <laughs> fine are you here to infiltrate our community or do you have some kind of sinister purpose I, uh, we're just, we're just passing through. My name's Dark, you can, or sorry, my, uh, my name's Half Lingington, but you can call me Dark Justice, writer of wrongs wherever I find them. <laughs> oh, quite amusing. That's not funny. Yes, it is. Oh, uh, this little guy. I have use for you. You write wrongs. Well, someone just blew apart my first floor room. How do you expect to write that wrong? Destruction of property is one of the greatest crimes of all. <laughs> uh, um. So you're not with the others? I assumed that they were your companions. <laughs> like, like it's like dawning on Bimble that like they did that. That like he just, that was just like his like un, like immediate like gut reaction to hearing that someone like destroyed this person's barn. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, this isn't like, uh, I <laughs> wasn't him, like trying to deceive him. It was just like, uh, like him, like, like, you know, he, like, his face sort of falls as he, like, has to reflect on the fact that they, that they did what he considers to be, um, equivalent to murder. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, oh, no, uh, oh, no. Listen. I've been. I've had to fall in with a uh, a bunch of uh, rogues and scoundrels. Um, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure someone like you can understand needing to blend in with uh, uh, less savory characters in order to succeed. I'm sorry about the uh, the Waltier uh, barn. No, I would never blend in with unsavory characters. I am royalty <laughs> we lead this whole community and keep it safe i got bad feelings about these puppets yeah i don't i <laughs> it's me a bad i don't know i like the puppets i think they're chill you know? uh, uh, is it like is there any way i can like figure out anything about him like i, I like yeah insight i don't know huh? i'm just saying laura insight. that one puppet who does that remind you of okay i got i got a 19. Yeah, 19 insights, very good. Uh, so you get this, the sense that this person, uh, because the, the way that their genetics worked out, each of their heads does have its own brain, so that this person is conflicted with themselves. Um, uh, they, they, they maybe have several different agendas going. So maybe one of the heads does think mm. it is doing the best and right thing, and another head has a more sinister agenda, and one is just a fucking troll. Uh, like, it's, it's like a very, uh, you know, conflicted character uh you think that you could uh align yourself with this person uh for for purposes of getting out of this uh if you want to bring your friends to justice in some way like that's a legitimate offer um um wait uh, like you're saying like like one of the uh the heads um is like like thinks that it's doing the right thing or like and then like other ones are like sort of like less so uh I, i'm gonna like focus on like just talking to that one um, <laughs> okay. <and laughs> I think also, also while while the th one is talking, the other three are whispering to each other at the same time. Mm -hmm. 
I'm, I'm, I'm like I'm, I'm I'm going to yeah like just sort of like focus on like wait which one is the one that's like thinks it's like doing a good thing. <laughs> uh, I'll say the one with the crown. There's the crown, the hood, the the clown, and the uh, what do we call this one with the little? The, <laughs> this is the dandy. I'll say that. Nice. I think okay. One, okay. <laughs> I like that. I'll um, say the, the one with the crown. Like is like mm, yes, I am a pr- proper leader and I'm leading my people. Hmm. Um. I'm not, uh, yeah. So I'm go- I'm going to like uh um um. Yeah, be like my my liege. Even though I think that the the, the guy in the cloak is looks a bit cooler, um, I'm sure that you uh, you and I can agree that justice is the most important thing of all, and that we um uh, uh my my friends and I we simply want, uh, are trying to uh 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 we're, we're on a journey and, and uh accidentally happened upon your community. We meant you no harm. My, uh, we are on a quest to rid this world of crime forever. Good, good. And the Yuan T man puts his arm on your shoulder, Vimble, uh, but it's less of an arm and more of like a, a heavy snake. And uh, as he explains his plan to you, uh, the snake kind of, you know, idly winds around your arm like a constrictor, not squeezing to hurt you, but just to hold you close as he explains what he wants you to do and how you can keep the community safe and how you can create a world without crime. And when he's done explaining his plan to you, he says, Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't introduce myself. You're going to laugh when you hear it, but it's what mom named me. You can call me laser. I saw a spark against the dark and we erupt but it's a slow burn we take our chance and start to dance can see enough to know to turn around the sound of a bonfire carries over fences titillates our senses but we don't need the heat a chill wind is pushing you into me and it's looking like we might be burning might be burning might be burning down but we're a bonfire we keep putting in we keep putting in oh we're a bonfire i keep putting in you keep